0: Welcome to the Mighty Rip Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah. As always, the Mighty Rip Podcast is coming to you live from the super plush Mighty Rip Broadcast Studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop ripping on players, coaches, and bad front office management, Dave DeBah. Coming up. In the Mighty Rip Pod, we take a deep look at why Russell Westbrook is so disrespected by you, the fans of the National Basketball Association. If you will, for some reason, Russell Westbrook is like the Rodney Dangerfield of basketball to basketball fans, and I don't understand why. We are going to diagnose that today. ...on the Mighty Rip Pod, which is broadcast live and on tape. So you could be listening to us right now on Apple Podcasts, on CastBox, on Spotify, on Google Play. We are on a bunch of different, <laughs> different platforms. So thanks so much for tuning in. In addition to our Russell Westbrook story, though, uh, something else did pop up that we felt like needed to be addressed... And that is the ongoing brilliance of Jerry West. As Jerry West and the Los Angeles Clippers have done it yet again. They seem to be the only team that realizes you can still sign players after the NBA trade deadline is over. <laughs> this time they went out and they got Reggie Jackson. And I will tell you why. Because a lot of times these signings after the trading deadline are mediocre signings and have no real meaning. Leave it to Jerry West though, to pull off a real a real signing that has real meaning and that really is,, uh, if you will, the first missile fired at the Los Angeles Lakers. And I don't think the Lakers have a way of defending this missile. That is Reggie Jackson, who's now a member of the Los Angeles Clippers. All of that, and trust me, a whole lot more coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod today. But we begin with Russell Westbrook. Now, we've been planning to do a Russell Westbrook story for quite some time. And this has just been something that's just been sort of lingering. And and we've seen this... um, uh we've seen fans um on our social media channels on Facebook and Twitter um ripping on Russell Westbrook and we just we just didn't understand why. Um I mean the kid he's averaging like 27 points a game. He's in a new system. He is by far one of the best playmakers, most exciting basketball players to watch day in and day out in the National Basketball Association. I would put Russell Westbrook in my top five National Basketball Association players I want to see day in and day out. In fact, I would almost even have him really close to the top three. Like, you've got you've got your LeBron, right? And everybody's got to see LeBron. And we all know what Giannis can do. And it's exciting. And then... I'm curious about Zion, but he's not quite there yet. So who's the third most exciting basketball player who's currently playing in the National Basketball Association? I will say this, not disrespecting James Harden at all, who's averaging 35 points a game, which is just amazing. What's even more amazing about that is that he's not even considered in the running for the most valuable player of the year award, which of course is just going to go back to the Greek freak, who's going to win it yet again. But when I think of excitement and a player I want to watch in the National Basketball Association, Russell Westbrook, I think really at this point for me is like my third favorite player to watch in the NBA at this point. And if we put this in context, this is a guy who went out of his way to try to remain on the same team he started his career in 2008 with the okc thunder he was traded as you know um this past off season. he spent uh if i'm doing my math correct <laughs> it looks like uh, 10 plus years with the okc thunder 10 plus years with the okc thunder And at no point, even during the bad years, did Russell Westbrook do anything to try to get himself moved out of Oklahoma City. I mean, you can understand why somebody would want to get out of Oklahoma City. Look, if you have a chance to play in New York or a chance to play in Los Angeles, hell, if you even have a chance to play in San Antonio, like the least exciting place to play in the National Basketball Association has to be Oklahoma City. Memphis, a close second. (laughs) Uh, Hey, at least they're not playing in an arena called the Smoothie King Arena, but at least the Smoothie King Arena is in New Orleans. I'm just saying there's no way anybody would really choose to want to play in Oklahoma City with all the other options out there. Now, I've said this before about the National Basketball Association. It's not really about the city. It's about the team and it's about the ownership group. And those are the things that make players want to go places, which makes Oklahoma City a desirable place as a team for a player to want to play at. The ownership group, as Russell has talked about in the past, has always done a good job taking care of him and a bunch of other players in um, that have come through OKC. So what I don't understand is, why is Russell Westbrook so disrespected by all of you fans out there? Is it the fact that he's one of the last people in the National Basketball Association that actually has a mid-range jump shot? Is it the fact that Russell Westbrook is not a three-point hound? Are you upset that Russell Westbrook, I don't know, was on the other side of the whole Kevin Durant controversy? Like, it makes no sense to me that Russell Westbrook is so disrespected. Now, (laughs) as we were putting this show together, literally about an hour, it's probably about an hour and a half ago now, in the fourth quarter... Of a game against the Golden State Warriors here in San Francisco, the Oak, oh, the Houston Rockets were up one twenty-three to eighty-eight against the uh, worst team in basketball this year. My apologies to Cleveland, uh, the the worst team in basketball right now. Unfortunately, is the Golden State Warriors, and we all know that's because of injuries. And not because of the organization. I do have a word about the organization for you in a minute. But that being said, Russell Westbrook then starts trading barbs with 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 um, with Andrew Wiggins, who's already given up and is on the bench already. I think he's done for the night at this point. And and Andrew's just sitting there, sitting right next to Clay Thompson, and Russell Westbrook is talking a bunch of smack. And and he's talking a bunch of crap to the entire Golden State Warrior team. He gets his second technical, and he gets thrown out of the game. Look, I love Russell Westbrook's heart. I love how hard he plays. He is by far one of the most exciting basketball players to watch in the National Basketball Association. It is his fieriness that I think gets to people. Uh, I think it's that that gets to fans, that this guy literally, like, puts it all out. Like, he plays, he cannot tone it down. He tries, but he can't tone it down. If you look at the early part of the Houston Rockets season, Russell Westbrook was there, and he was purposely trying to tone it down. The Houston Rockets, since they sort of let the dog out of the gate, have been on fire And Russell Westbrook is one of the main reasons why the Houston Rockets are a real threat in the NBA this year. And for those of you that just simply think LeBron and AD and Kawhi are all just going to get together with Paul George, of course, (laughs) and and they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals, hey, don't discount, don't discount Russell Westbrook Harden, and the rest of that Houston Rockets team, a player of Russell Westbrook's caliber who can turn it on and off at a dime, I'm telling you, is a tremendous asset for the Houston Rockets to have. I think like when the deal went down this past summer, there was a lot of question about how is Russell going to fit with James and could they work together and all this other stuff. And I knew, I knew it would get off on a rocky start, but I knew about halfway through the season, they probably figure something out because what they were going to have to figure out was obvious. They were basically just going to have to let Russell Westbrook go, just let him out of the gate and let him do what he can do for your team. And that right there opens up everything else for the other guys because they're playing small ball now. Literally, Russell Westbrook at times is your starting center. That's how small ball the Houston Rockets are playing. So with Russell Westbrook penetrating, and he's a great passer too, don't discount his ability to actually give up the ball and pass it. I mean, he's averaging like seven assists a game, eight rebounds a game. You don't average eight rebounds a game being 6-3. He's not really 6-3. But but you don't average that many rebounds a game if you're not hustling and playing with a lot of heart. So, my final analysis on this is the reason a lot of you disrespect Russell Westbrook so much is that you I think don't think he is he's capable of shooting three-pointers. And I think that's what you're stuck on. I think you're stuck on his three point percentage field goal percentage, which let's face it is not high. (laughs) It's, it's not good. It's, it is bad. It is so bad that you would think anybody that averages 23.4% from the three point range would not be allowed to receive $38.5 million a year. But like I said before, threes are a secondary part of Russell's game. The only time he takes them is when he's basically just wide open or it's in clutch, in a clutch point of a basketball game. And I'll say this, I have no problem with Russell Westbrook taking clutch shots at clutch times because he is a clutch basketball player and by far one of the most exciting basketball players to watch in the National Basketball Association today. So for all of you people out there that are so stuck on what Steph Curry has done to the National Basketball Association on a night in which Trey Young went for 50, are you so stuck on just sitting there watching people hit threes? You are disrespecting the mid-range jump shot and the ability to penetrate and make layups on a consistent basis. Because that is what Russell Westbrook does. And he does it with a lot of heart. <laughs> okay. So those are some, uh, some thoughts for you there on Russell Westbrook. Um, as for Reggie Jackson being a new member of the Los Angeles Clippers. And I talked a little bit in the opening about Jerry West. And Jerry West being this magician, I've said it before, I'll say it again. But welcome to L.A., Reggie Jackson. Look, Reggie Jackson is basically, if they give him enough playing time, he's 15 points a game, five assists a game, two or three rebounds. Look, when you're making a playoff run, like the Clippers are going to be making in the last two months of this season. And when we get into the playoffs, they're going to need more firepower. And what do they go out and do? They go out and on the free agent market, on the free agent market, pick up somebody who's sitting there with 15 points a game, a proven player who can also play defense. I'm just saying this was a fantastic signing by by Jerry West and you know they got him for like nothing like it's like it's like dirt cheap like they it's like they went to the dollar store and picked up Reggie Jackson and I don't understand where Rob Palenka and the Los Angeles Lakers are on this because it's clear that they need more now to be respectful of the Lakers we we do know that there's been a lot going on there and so I understand that they've sort of had to, you know, sort of concentrate on some other things um, since the passing of, um, of Kobe Bryant. Th- that being said, Jerry West and the Clippers have not stopped improving their team. And I think Rob Polinka and the Laker organization, it, I, I hope it's not too late. I hope it's not too late for them to really realize that while they're having a great year um, in the regular season, because you look at this Laker team and they just don't have enough firepower. They just don't have enough firepower. So if LeBron and AD don't both score 30 points a game in the playoffs, the Lakers are probably going to be in trouble. Jerry West. Absolutely brilliant hiring uh, and signing of Reggie Jackson. And then on the flip side, we've got the Golden State Warriors and Bob Myers. And we take a look at the track record of Bob Myers without Jerry West. And to be honest, it's not impressive at all. There's like maybe one or two things and everything else is, is really not impressive. Don't make me go down the line of bad draft picks that Bob Myers and the Golden State Warriors have made. Look, I know Steph is out. I know Clay is out. But this team shouldn't be as bad as it is. And the reason it's as bad as it is is because they drafted players like Jacob Evans III, who had no business being a player in the National Basketball Association. Maybe Jacob Evans III Deserve to be a fan, but not a player. (laughs) Look, I don't even think Jacob Evans III belongs in the G League at this point. That's how bad that draft pick was. It was a number one draft pick. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So we're going to need to, you know, we got to give Bob Myers and the Golden State Warriors a little bit of time. It has been a tough year for them. But... The proof is going to be in the pudding next year. And if they're not back in the playoffs, not contending for a championship next year, I'm telling you right now, I am telling you right now that a lot of people are going to come to the realization that I just presented to you, which is the reason the Warriors were as good as they were was less about Bob Myers and more about Jerry West. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, hey, listen. Um, thanks so much for tuning in to the uh, the the big mighty Rip Pod, uh, cast. Uh, we know you've got a lot of sports entertainment options out there. Literally, uh, as this podcast, as we were recording this podcast, three new podcasts started. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Literally, it's like there's so much stuff out there. Um. So thanks uh, for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to The Big Mighty Rip on whatever channel you're listening to us on. And we will catch you next time on The Mighty Rip. For The Mighty Rip, (laughs) I'm Dave Debob reminding you that sometimes players, coaches, and front office folks make horrifically bad decisions. And it's our jobs as fans to set them straight.